a time audit is a huge, huge benefit to kind of getting your life organized. You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. This episode is going live at the end of August, but I am recording it at the end of July. And if you are a mom, you know (laughs) that the end of July is a little hairy. We go back to school in a couple of weeks, and I'm simultaneously sad that summer is practically over and also relieved to have some semblance of a schedule again. I've been running my business this summer in what feels like the cracks, but what is actually about three days a week. And While I really like this rhythm for me, I like having a lighter summer, I forget every year how difficult it is to run a business in a condensed amount of time. And yet, it also is often what I need because I think we can all relate to the fact that work will kind of take up the amount of space that you give it. So it's always a really good exercise for me to do work, see if I can do work in less time. And it's also really exhausting. And so this interview with Brittany Renee was exactly what I needed. She gives us some really good tangible tips when it comes to working in 15 hours a week or less. And as parents and even as humans, there's going to be seasons where that is the best we can do is 15 hours a week or less. So I love this episode. I hope you do too. This was a really good one for me to come back to and remember, okay, like what are the things that I need to be doing in my business? What can I let go of? What can I outsource? What doesn't need to be a priority in this season? And Brittany is the perfect person to walk us through it. One of the biggest mistakes I see brand photographers make is sending over galleries that are too heavily focused on photos of their client. You heard me. You're probably delivering galleries that have too many photos of your client looking at the camera and smiling. A personal brand photography session is so much more than a gallery of headshots. A good brand session should leave your client with a library of images thoughtfully curated to grow their business. These aren't just pretty photos. They're pretty with a purpose. Brand sessions aren't just a million photos of your client's face, as beautiful as they may be. Galleries should be diverse and showcase not just the person behind the brand, but all the things that make up their business. This is how you create brand sessions that can really be put to work and not just collect dust in the cloud when they change their hairstyle. If you want clients who use their images and sing your praises from the roof, download my ultimate personal brand session shot list. This list covers the 10 images you should be getting at every session, plus a bonus concept that will have your clients so thrilled they have to tell all their friends, which means more business referred your way. You can grab the checklist at maddiepashong.com slash shot list. That's maddiepashong.com slash shot list. Brittany, thank you so much for joining me today on Take It Personally. Hi, how are you? I'm so great. I'm really excited you're here. I'm really excited to be here too. So for those who are joining us, I would love if you could um, just kind of start by introducing yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. My name is Brittany. I am a family and newborn photographer. I've been doing this since 2009. Granted, back in those days, I wasn't very good. <laughs> so I, have, I had a really long, slow journey into photography, or at least, quote, being good at photography. Um, I'm pretty stubborn. But 
We can talk about that later if you want to. I have three babies and I am married and I live in Dallas, Texas. I also have a, oh my gosh, mind like, oh, I have a podcast called Capture the Chaos and it's specifically for family and newborn photographers mostly. That's what we focus on. Um, talk a lot about running businesses with babies. And well, I guess mine aren't really babies anymore. I have a, a nine, six and four year old. So oh I my really gosh. Can't say they're babies, but you know, they're my babies. So <laughs> how did you get started? Or actually I should ask, what was your journey into family and newborn photography? Because I know for so many photographers, myself included, there's a lot of pit stops on the way to figuring out what you really want to do. Yeah. It's funny. My journey started a little, a little different than other people's, right? Most people have babies. They want to take photos of their kids and then they decide that or realize that they're kind of good at it. I didn't have kids when I started photography um, and I immediately jumped into families, which is so bizarre. I um, had a lot of friends who had kids, so I would kind of just take photos of them. And it's just, I immediately knew I didn't want to do weddings or anything else. I was just immediately drawn to newborns. And um, well, actually, I wasn't drawn to newborns at first. That's terrifying. Um, but I was drawn to families at first. So it's kind of weird that I started that way. And then once my kids were born, that's kind of when I started getting into newborn photography. I was, you know, when I started having kids, my friends were a little bit shocked. So they're like, oh, I didn't really think you would have kids. I'm like, what are you talking about? I've always wanted kids. And I was not naturally good with kids. And so it kind of took a while to kind of get comfortable in that newborn phase, you know, like handling babies. So I've done everything though. I've tried weddings, don't like them. Um, I've done anything under the sun. I've pretty much covered it. And I just, I love, I love families and I love babies. It's where my jam is. And it's what like lights me up and fills my cup up. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So when you decided to really go all in on families and newborns, did you have any concerns about not being able to make a living doing something so specific? Cause I know for me, like I had this voice in the back of my head for the longest time that was like, if you're not doing weddings, it's not going to work. And Obviously, I know that that's not true, but it was really scary for a lot of years. The funny thing is, I didn't think that I could make a living off photography, period. So I was just doing it because I thought it was fun. And I was, you know, I was happy to be making $50 a session back in the, the first days. So I had a full-time job. I started photography and then I got a full-time job. So anything wow. I could have done backwards, I've done backwards. So because I started photography, I was 19. Yeah. So I was still kind of going through college and then I'm like, oh, I need a job now. And, um wasn't until, thank goodness for my kids, they made me, not made me, I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, which lasted all of two months. And I was like, I can't do this. And that's whenever photography started picking up. So it's it was never a question of whether being niched into families would make me, could be successful. It's just, I didn't even know it could be successful until one day. And literally, it's like, I, I opened my eyes and I was like, wait a minute, I could do this as like, like an actual job. And it's when I leaned into that and I leaned into families and newborns and just making it my everything. That's whenever things really started exploding. So I can't say, no, I wasn't, I wasn't really apprehensive. I just didn't even know it could be a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes that is like, that's a really beautiful thing to kind of be so like almost naive that you don't even realize what's possible because then you're, you're just, you do it, you figure it out, you make it work. That's how I, I like, I jump feet first into everything, which is both good and bad. But you know, if I overthink something too much, it's not going to happen. So just, just do that. (laughs) Something's working, something's don't. (laughs) That's right. I love that. 
Okay, so speaking of some things working and some things not working, it's obviously a little hairy to run a business when you've got kids at home, just like it's hairy to be a working mom. Like it's just difficult. And I'm similar to you. I started my business before I was married, before I had kids. And so it's always been, you know, it's been a transition ever since to kind of figure out how to navigate it with kids. How do you do that? Because I know that's a big part of what you kind of talk about and a big part of your brand is that you're able to do both. You're able to be a really present mom and a really present business owner. What does that look like for you? It wasn't always balanced. You know, I've, I used to do it really well. I mean, really terrible (laughs) and I'm doing it pretty well now. Like most people would look at me and like, how do you do everything? And I'm like, you know, I still spend great time with my kids and that's great. But I know I have a lot of room to grow and it's it's just every day it's baby steps getting to where I want it to be and what I want my life to look like. But the turning point in my life when I realized that I was working too much and not spending enough time with my kids was about a little over a year ago now. Um, I was just, I was angry at my kids because <laughs> they needed me. They were home from school for some reason one day, um, you know, because random holidays. I don't, I forget about cause I didn't write it down. <laughs> and so I made one small baby step into finding a more balanced life. And it was the silliest thing is putting my kitchen to bed at night. I would clean the kitchen at night before I went to bed, but here's the key. I started doing it before the kids went to bed. So they would help me. They would clean up the house and I would clean up the kitchen and we would just, you know, get the house ready for the next day. And then once they were in bed, that's when I would have time to work. So they would be asleep and I would start working around eight o'clock and then I could still get to bed by 10 10 PM. So it was before I was trying to do all of that, pick up the whole house by myself, clean the kitchen, get ready for tomorrow, work all within two hours. And then I'd end up having to stay up too late and I'd be angry. Mm -hmm. and I was really stressed out all the time. So that one small change was the catalyst for everything else that has changed in my life since then. And it was kind of beautiful. So. I love the idea of bringing your kids into that to help with it, because that teaches them that there's like, this is part of being a family. This is part of living in this home. And it also makes life so much easier for you. Yeah. And I think that we're also teaching them life skills. (laughs) Totally. You don't want them to go to college and be like the kid who didn't know how to do anything, you know? Um, so, I mean, we're still working on that. They're still pretty messy, but you know, we're, like I said, baby steps into it. Um, my next thing that we're really going to be working on is them keeping their bathroom clean, Mm, (laughs) Uh, which I'm going to have to sit there and stand over them and be like, put that toothbrush away, wipe that toothpaste up. And that's kind of like what it looks like. I have to stand, I'm going to have to stand there and show them how to do it because that takes time takes practice off my back. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I don't have to do it. And then I'm able to spend that quality time with them yeah. and the time in my business. And I'm not so stressed out. So, you know, as business owners, it's all like, as like small business owners, work at home moms, everything's kind of muddled together. Right. So mm-hmm. we're kind of wanting to talk about like, how do we run a business in less time? But I can't just say, here's how you run your business in less time, because there's all these other pieces, right. That fall into each other. Like, cause we're home all the time. So it's not, here's my work time. Here's my home cleaning time. Here's my kid time. It's all one big giant piece of Play-Doh mush together. 
That's a really good point because I think it is so much more possible to run a business in 15 hours a week if you have a dedicated 15 hours a week. There's probably not a lot of us who can actually say that. You know, we think that we have 15 hours or 20 hours or whatever it is, but actually those hours are mixed up in the the mom world too of having to run kids to the pool or to daycare or to school or pick up the kitchen or throw in a load of laundry. And so suddenly those 15 dedicated hours are not. And so I love your approach to this, to making sure that like the dedicated time that you have is truly dedicated and here's how to take care of the other stuff. Yeah. And if you think about it, moms who don't work in the home, right? Like they're not expected to work and do laundry, right? At the same time, obviously when you get home and your family is home and then when you do laundry. So I try to set aside when my kids, I I have still have a four-year-old, so she's not in school full-time. So she goes in the spring, she was going like 12 hours a week. So those 12 hours were like supposed to be my work time Mm -hmm. slash free time (laughs) if I wasn't feeling it that week. But then I I didn't feel obligated to have to do the laundry and everything else while the kids were home. I had 12 hours to get all the chores done, all the work done, all the free me time done, which is, that was, that's not a thing. So I try to condense my work into those hours and then be a mom and a home homemaker when they were home was kind of like my goal and not feel guilty about that because they need a clean house. Like that's, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with doing chores while your kids are awake. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was something that I, I don't know if I read it or heard it on a podcast or what, but when my kids were, they're still quite little, but when they were really little um, about how to utilize nap time and to not use nap time for something that you could do when they were awake. So that was like such a game changer for me. And even now we don't have it like my youngest will nap, but the older two will just kind of rest or chill or have screen time. And the things that I do during that time are specific to like, I can only do those when there's not kids hanging all over me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, and that was kind of the whole idea of putting my kitchen to bed at night. Yes. Doing it when the kids were awake, because I can do chores and talk to the kids and it doesn't like hurt my brain. Right. But if I'm trying to write emails and write blog posts, I'm I'm like, go away. And that's what would make me agitated. So that's the stuff that I try to do in the times that they're not around whenever possible. Yes. I love that. Okay. So bringing kids in to help with some of those activities. I love that. What else do you do to make it possible to only work 15-ish hours a week? Well, you have to know what you're doing in your life <laughs> in order to know where you can carve out that time. And so I am, I suggest doing a time on it, which kind of makes people cringe like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's terrible. But it's so helpful to know how much time you're spending on what, not just your business, but also in your personal life. So like how much time are you cleaning? How much time are you spending doing the laundry? How much time are you sitting on the couch scrolling social media for, you know, aimlessly? All of that needs to be documented. Just know where you're spending your time. So that way you can know where to carve out time for each and everything in your work. So if you, if you don't know, if you don't know (laughs) what you're doing, then it's going to be really hard to plan it accordingly. So a time audit is a huge huge benefit to kind of getting your life organized. And then Mm -hmm. after I do the time audit, I put them into blocks. So I kind of do it slightly different. I don't like to be constrained. You know, there's some people who are very strict in their time blocks. Um, Not me, not me. I don't like to be super, I like to just kind of like go with the flow. So it's funny that, you know, I'm, I'm actually creating a planner (laughs) 
um, it's specifically going to be for photographers. So it's going to be a planner for photographers. It's going to be a printed planner. I'm hoping to have it launch for 2000. What's next year? Oh my gosh. 2024. You got it. <laughs> so it's funny that I'm creating a planner when I'm someone who's like, I don't like planning. Um, and I don't like being put into a tiny little box. So I time block everything. So I have my morning routine in a block. I have my evening routine in a block. I have a work block, kids block, me time or husband time, and then like a home and family time, which is having fun together, groceries, picking up all that. So that would be after my time audit, then I can take all those little things from the time audit and put them into blocks. Amazing. So then do you have like, is it, you said you don't really like to be constrained. Is it, is there like a pattern to it every day? What does that look like? Right now in the summer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's really, I was like, oh, I'm going to do another time on it for the summer. I was like, I absolutely can't do a time on it. Cause this week my kids are at camp last week, they were on vacation the week before that they were at camp. And then there's a week where they're not doing anything. And it's like, I can't pattern anything right now. Not yeah. so fine. But what I do have is I have my morning routine. I have my evening routine. Mm. The rest can kind of just like fall like puzzle pieces based on the week. So right now, you know, wake up, have my coffee, have breakfast, get ready, make sure the house is picked up and ready for the day. Eh, Let's be real. I'm not doing that one right now because the kids are home. (laughs) Um, Pointless. Yeah, it's just pointless right now. Um, We just do the evening one when possible. Um, And then I have my evening routine where we clean up, we have dinner, clean up the kitchen, pick up the rest of the house. We, if we have family time if it's not too late we weren't out too late and then um I get my bedtime routine going so those are my two like cornerstones as long as I have my morning routine and my evening routine the rest of it can kind of flow during the summer but for the fall and the school year it is very patterned right so my kids are at school the same days every week um this fall my daughter will be at school Tuesday Wednesday Thursday so those are gonna be my work days I try to have, you know, podcast interviews on one day, if possible, newborn photos on one day, um, and then like work day, you know, so it, it does look similar, but I'm also not a perfectionist. And so if I don't get something done that day, <laughs> that's okay with me. I'm not, I'm not going to beat myself up about it because then I can just do it another day. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, yeah, I love this. I feel like I set up my schedule very similarly. And I also love, because I can relate to it, how you kind of give yourself grace, depending on the season that you're in. That's been a game changer for me as a parent and as a business owner, recognizing that like the summer is just going to look really different. And so much of that, I absolutely love some of it's infuriating and that's okay. Cause it's three months. Yeah. I mean, you just kind of have to let, let it go. Like it's just, this is not a time to Summer is not a time to grind. It's just not. No, it's just not. Um, no, it's absolutely not. And like you and I, when we got on this call this morning, we were both like, so we're tired. Like and <laughs> that is summer. Summer is awesome. And it's also exhausting. And your kids are home and schedules are off. And I was lamenting to some girlfriends last night that like we live in this incredible neighborhood and the kids are all up so late every night. So mm-hmm. the time that I have to myself with kids in bed is like slim to none right now. And it is, it can, it can be really frustrating. I'm not going to pretend it's all rainbows and unicorns, but for the most part, I love that summer is just kind of, we're a little off balance for a while and it's because it's beautiful outside and we're spending a ton of time together and that's okay. Yeah. I'm having a really hard time. I I have a hard time like changing my track to go slower because I'm 
kind yeah. of like workaholic at heart. Like I really, I do it and I enjoy it some because I have to, I just like, I'm sitting around. I'm like, man, I really want to do something work-related, which is I'm really trying not to, I'm just trying to slow down and shut my computer off and let myself slow down. I, I got to learn to make some bread or something, you know, just like mm-hmm. get to keep my hands busy, but not make myself work. So. Yeah. That is such a, a lesson. I can completely relate to that. And I've gotten a lot better over the years, but summer is, it's like continually trying to teach me a lesson because I work three days a week instead of five and to have two days a week where I am completely unplugged is it can be really challenging but I also know that like with the season that we're in with the little you know as little as our kids are it's what's necessary and it is truly what I want it's just really hard yeah yeah it's hard to it's now we're in when we're recording this we're in like almost mid-July and I'm just now figuring out how to slow down and I don't know about you but we get out of school for um on Memorial Day weekend we've been out Mm -hmm. of school for a really long time (laughs) And it's taken me a month and a half to get to this point where I'm like, okay, I don't have to work every day. Yeah. That that's my head. I just can't, I can't shut it off, but not that there's been anything I've had to do. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm just like, oh, I need to work because that's Mm -hmm. what I want to do. And so, yeah. So the work time that you have, how do you prioritize? So you're really doing things that move the needle. Are you outsourcing a lot? Do you just have a very clear picture of like what you, Brittany, needs to be doing? What does that look like? I have a really clear picture of what I need to be doing and I will outsource things. So like I outsource my blog posts because I put that on the back burner. I know it's something yeah. that's really important to do for your um like SEO and just like marketing while you sleep kind of thing but I have a really hard time making myself do it maybe because I don't enjoy it. <laughs> so I have outsourced my blogging. Um, sometimes when I'm overwhelmed and I have a lot going on, I'll outsource my editing, but I really do like to keep my editing whenever possible. So I do outsource a couple of things and then I have just a clear, clear idea of what it is that I need to do in order to move, like you said, move the needle. And then also remember just not to do that extra stuff. Um, yeah. Kind of get yourself down whittle down to the, ne- the necessities of your business. Do you feel like having a really specific niche, like families, newborns makes that easier? Cause you're not having to do a little bit of everything. You can really focus and get really amazing at that one thing. I think having a niche is really beneficial for your marketing because it makes it really clear with what you need to talk about and who you need to talk to, right? Like if I was trying to talk to someone for their wedding and for family, I would be all over the place. But like having, I am just talking to a mom who wants to do photos with her kids. It makes it so much easier. And then honestly, more than just talking to moms, like I know exactly what mom I'm talking to. I'm talking to a mom who wants to capture the chaotic moments of her life and isn't looking for something to sit still and look pretty. And she wants the messy, but make it beautiful kind of thing. And so like niching is super important to make your business more streamlined. So you don't have to spend 30 minutes sitting down trying to figure out what you're going to post on Instagram. Yeah. So like, you just feel like, okay, I need, I need to talk to this mom today. I'm going to say this to her and I'm going to get it done. Totally. Yeah. I really relate to that. It's been a lot easier for me. I was so every time I've niched in my business, it has made me so nervous. And then every time I've done it, I'm like, wow, this is so much easier. <laughs> It really is. It's like game changing. So I usually 
like to start with like blog posts. Like I said, I outsource my blog posts, but I tell her when I want to stay, I tell her what the goal is and she writes it for me. And then I take those words that she writes in my blog post and I use those for captions in yep. Instagram posts. Cause I'm like, why do I need to repeat it again? Yes. Saves a lot of time. <laughs> I love that. And I think that that's, that's such a great way to work smarter, not harder, you know, like make sure that the time that you are spending is truly well spent and being able to repurpose content is such a fantastic way to do that. Yeah. And not spending all of your time on social media, like social media is a really good tool, right? But if you have to, if you're using social media only to build your business, you, that is so much time wasted in your day. I love social media. Like I'm, I'm on it almost every day, but I'm not banking on it to book me sessions. I'm banking mm-hmm. on SEO and email marketing, you know, referrals from clients. Like that's the stuff that that happens while I sleep. And then social media is like a, an add on. It's like a way to just connect with the people that are already finding me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just, because the thing is, I'm sure you've probably talked about this before, but your social media posts only last for what, 24 to 48 hours. And you have mm-hmm. to do it all over again, but your blog posts live for forever and your pins live forever and your emails are connecting and hitting inboxes. So just taking off that extra stress out of my life that I don't need. I don't have to post on social media. If I, I don't, I don't think I've posted on social media in a week at this point. I don't know, but I'm still getting bookings. So. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So all of this considered, how often are you shooting? Cause I feel like that's a big boundary that kind of has to go in place when you're like, okay, I'm going to work a little bit less. I'm not going to say yes to like every single inquiry that comes my way. What does that look like for you? Let's talk about more of the fall because summer's been just kind of slow. Totally, um, yes. Hot. <laughs> so hot. But for the fall, I I don't like to shoot any more than three days a week. And that even makes me feel like a little hot and sweaty thinking about because I'm like, that's a lot of sessions because you have to also edit. So totally. I try to keep it at three a week. And I know I usually will go to sometimes four in the fall. If someone's like, please, I've been with you for so long. I really need to. I have my boundaries, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I like you. So I'll, I'll my boundary. But if I were to schedule myself seven days a week, absolutely not. Like get out of here that I, I couldn't do that. Um, I did that one year, actually, um, November, 2021. I, I do many sessions and I do mm-hmm. full sessions. Um, I took over 80 clients in the month of November. Oh my gosh. Most of those were, um, many sessions, but side, side note for, um, I was able to do that because I had automated workflows and booking calendars yeah. and I didn't have to do anything but shoot, but edit. So, I mean, yeah, it was a lot of time spent doing that, made a crud ton of money, which was awesome, but <laughs> don't ever do that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> too many. So yeah, I like to two to three sessions a week. One of those maybe being a mini session is my sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So you have a, like a guide to kind of that breaks all of this down and tells specifically how much time to spend. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I have a free PDF and it literally breaks down how you can get all of your work done in 15 hours a week or less. And it breaks down one, how to do a time audit, how to decide what to keep in your life, stop doing in your life, automate and outsource teach you how to create a routine for your morning and your evenings. And then I break down exactly how much time I suggest spending on each part of your business each month in order to get it down to 15 hours a week or less. So yeah, it's just a really easy, quick reference to 
what you should be doing when you sit down and you have those work times. I love that. And where can everyone find that? Can I give you a link? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a link. Sure it's on my website somewhere, but um, I can give you my website link or I can just give you the link to sign up for it um, if they oh. are interested. Perfect. We will go ahead and include that link in the show notes. <laughs> awesome. Freddie, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for all of this guidance. I think this was a really, really helpful episode. And I was just so happy to talk with you today. It was really nice meeting you in virtual real life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.